insert there. There you go. There you go. Let me sit down like an old man. Let me sit down like an old man. Like an old man. <laughs> like an old man. Because I'm old. But there you go. So I'm doing this in a bit of a random way. Um, as he says, he's got some randoms. Look. Look at that. So I'm just doing what I do. And uh, if you're watching on TikTok, then go to my YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, you're probably not because I can't see anyone there, then go to TikTok. If you're watching on Facebook, then go to Twitter. If you're on LinkedIn, then go to Facebook. I don't know. I don't know. Just putting it out there. But it's been a good day. And uh, hopefully you can hear me. I've got nowhere to check in. regardless i'll crack on anyway um in about 15 minutes my meal for one is going to be ready so i have to dash off over that way and then come back again um but uh i'll show you how quickly i can do that when the time comes um i think i want to do my usual review of the week and uh after hello i can't see your name but hello whoever just said hello um I can't do my usual and um, not moan about something because uh, that wouldn't be normal. And, and I'm only moaning. I'm only joking when I moan. But this week's been a bit mental because, in fact, it's going to be even more mental next week as well. Um, loads of stuff going on in terms of um, support for people. Um, loads of support. But now that includes me, right? That includes me. So I'm trying to change my doctors. Right? In case anyone didn't know, I broke my leg. Um, so I'm trying to change my doctors. And I've gone from Eltham who have been giving me fit notes, and I've gone to a doctor's round here in Swanley. And um, I've filled out everything on the internet, and I've done everything I need to do. But guess what? No one answers their phone. On the internet, it says, call call them. So I call them, and then you're calling, calling, calling. Yesterday, I went from number two in the queue to getting, not getting food to anyone, but just ringing, ringing, ringing. No, it wasn't yesterday, the day before yesterday. I've lost a day. I've lost a day, but there you go. Um, and then so that's that's that so i'm not actually trying to get my doctor sorted around around here and it's never impossible anyone would have thought i don't pay my taxes and i do i have done my whole life working forever um and there's no home care either and there's no home care and there's no home care jeez um yeah that's a side story so what a week right so we've got a week massive week coming next week yeah and i know there's people i want to say sorry to a few people who have been trying to get hold of me um, and not being able to. I've been, the reason it's one o'clock now and I'm doing this is because I've been speaking to people tonight and it's got to this point in the morning and if someone wants to call me still that I've not spoken to, that I should have spoken to today, um, then you'll be speaking to me later on today after I've had a nap and um, got myself sorted for what will be another day. It's another day of typing, getting things finished, deadlines for people and supporting people, new people coming in. Um, what is really important to acknowledge and recognize is that the people who are working, allowing me to work for them at the moment, and there's a few, um, thank you for letting me, uh, work for you. Um, because what we do and how we do it is not easy. And if it was easy, um, people would be doing it all the time um, and they're not quite simply and the reason they're not is because what we do is not easy and what we help you do is not easy um, and that's why we get positive results because what we do and how you go about it is not is not um, the normal sort of way uh, and I want to recognize um, people who uh, don't necessarily always um, agree with my way um, or the philosophy that I follow um, and I respect that and I respect that totally because you've got to do what's right for your family and when you've got a majority of people saying do this and that's what everyone's done forever and that's what everyone's done throughout time then inevitably 
you're going to want to carry on doing what everyone else is doing. You don't want to stand like a lone nut in a field doing things in a different way like I do um, and like I help others do, um, and which is why we get the results that we get. So in time, people will see. Um, you'll see already this year with the, the positive results that we've had all helped our clients get. Um, and not only that, the, these clients, um, hello over there on TikTok, um, uh, these clients are, a lot of them, are not really naturally um, as confident as, well, no one is confident as what they should be when you come in to see with us because you've just lost your house, you've just lost your wife, you've lost your kids. So you know, no one's no one's in the best possible place, are they? So, um, but there's also the, the, your angst, your anxiety, and your your mental health and that sort of stuff on top of that. And I think um, I think I just need to salute everyone really because um, anyone who's working with me, um, I challenge. I mean, we do challenging stuff, but we do, we don't do things the way um, most people would. But but then we do things with respect and we do things with integrity and we do things trying to point out the best possible way we can uh, to to show um, the court that we um, are correct in what we're saying, but we're doing it in a humble way that allows us to um, achieve what we achieve and the individuals achieve what they achieve because it's them doing it. I'm just by their side um, and guiding them. And this week in particular, um, there's been uh, there's been a few um, people who are really I can't say their names obviously because I'm not going to but um, there's three people who who have really fucking stepped up in terms of um, not believing in themselves in the first instance and to really having um, some strong doubts about themselves and their, what they're able to do and today. Um, today was amazing um, watching what happened and unfold and how it unfolded um, with my client was amazing because he is just amazing he doesn't realize how strong and how good he is and he's how lucky um, his daughter is to have him as a dad um, and how much of a good dad he is and that's the problem that is the problem right enough there's enough dads there that are questioning their own parenthood they're questioning whether or not they're good enough to be dads because they've had their ex-partners denigrate them put them down to make them feel useless make them feel terrible and make them feel they're not, they're not good enough dads and that's that's just i felt like it in the past um when i was going through my uh, breakup it was, uh, it was awful it was the worst time of the year it was some of the year for some of my life you go from having a, a, a your family and your daughter to and your home you put your life savings in and um you end up with nothing i end up with a shirt on my back and and you know 10 years later 10 years later um 10 years later we i find myself not in a better place i'm always i'm always in a much better place in terms of everything in terms of life in terms of everything because i just don't think that i've got any more anger when i went after my first case the first case and anyone will back this who's had multiple cases in family court um, your first case is always the worst case because you are literally shoving everything out there. And that's what you want to be doing in your first case. You want to be shoving everything out and you want to be pulling your pants down and saying, this is how, this is our relationship. This is how it was. This is what it was. And I made mistakes here. I made mistakes here and own your shit. Basically we know the score. Yeah. Anyone who knows me, was the, 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 the mantra that we have, it's like own your shit um remain customer remain hard focused um be humble always be wanting to learn take, take new advice say that you're not per you know own your shit and then say you're not perfect and you want to learn and be better and then be com offer compromise and, and sacrifice if you do those things and you follow those behaviors um ultimately you you will end up doing what's right for your children um because they don't want to see the parents conflict at conflict they don't want to see parents at war what you will find and the review of the week as we're talking about um is uh solicitors who will ultimately go out of their way to um create conflict with between you and your ex-partner they will go out of their way to um make you if you if they're representing um the mum they will go out of their way to make the dad 
um, not not do anything wrong, but have enough of an argument, um, have enough of an argument to be able to bring it up in court. And what you need to remember, right? And this is what I was saying: when you're dealing with the solicitors, yes, they will say in court, "This is a reflection of how he would behave at home." This is a reflection of da da da. So you've got to make sure that when you you when you you gunslinging I, with I call it I call it the Wild West with um, solicitors. I call it the Wild West, and I think they will bring it up when you get into court. You need to be ready to defend why you've said what you said and why you've done what you've done, because they will try and be little you they've got a job to do they've got to make you look bad um and if you do not um go into court ready and even if it's even even if it means breaking the odd rule that you've been told to stick to a certain amount of pages but your um evidence has gone over those pages then put your evidence in just put it in because i guarantee you the judge will have to look at it and then with the judge has to look at it it's going to go into their head so then they can see whether they want to dismiss it and they probably will dismiss it if it's not allowed in, if they want to be, if the other side is really, really anal because they know they've got in that pack would be stuff that would bury their client. So they want that dismissed, but the judge has already seen it. So that's going to play a part in the, any decision the judge makes. Like it or lump it, that's what it is. And that's what happens. So you will get, again, you might get a slap on the wrist for putting um, too much evidence in, but then at least you've got your picture request. This It's a slap on the wrist. Yeah, it's a slap on the wrist versus a slap on, would you have a slap on the wrist and get what you are asking for because what you're asking for is within reason um and even still not even within reason you probably could be asking for more but you're not pushing your luck because you're showing respect to people you need to as i said to someone today you need to be you need to be ready to stand your ground in the most politest possible way and that is the most difficult thing to do in the world because when you're going in the when you're in the eye of the storm and when you're fighting for your kids and when you're trying the hardest to you, you don't know where you where all these allegations come from you don't understand why you're um what, what why you can't just co-parent or can't be just civil with each other um and then you don't understand why you've got lies or exaggerations being told about you so it's like you, you're defending your corner naturally you're going to be angry naturally you're going to be pissed off so whenever as professionals come in and speak to you you're going to be fucking i was i was short i was direct and i am anyway but I was rude as well, and I was disrespectful, and that delayed my case. And they, and the influence, and this is what people need to understand. And I say it a hundred times, a hundred hundred times. People need to understand your decisions are not made in your courtroom. Yeah, court advisors make those decisions. Um, social workers make these decisions. Yeah, you do not make the judge will make the final decision. He'll put the stamp on it. Yeah. But if you've got a court or if you've got a CAFCAS officer or a social worker that you've been moved to and they write your they're writing a report about whether or not you get to see your kids and you've been moved to them. What chance do you have of seeing your kids? That'll be the that'll be the that'll be the Is anyone else cold? Is anyone else cold? Is it like cold anywhere else around here or is it just me? So yeah, where was I? So you've got to be, you've got to be ready to um, go to war, not go to war. It's, war's not war, it's not war. It's, it's not war. Um, and you can't see it as war because if you see it as war, then you've already lost. Ultimately, you go into family court like war, you've already lost. You've got to go into family court with love. You've got to go into family court with empathy. You've got to go into family court owning your shit. And you've got to go into family court seeing seeing life and seeing the situation through the eyes of the child. And that would mean sacrifice. And that would mean you're going to make compromise because that's what you do when you're for your child. The amount of people that I speak to that would do anything for their child, we'd walk through walls for our kids, we'd kill for our kids, we'd do anything for our kids. That we can't end conflict with our ex-partners. I can. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't have any issue with um, my ex, my my ex-wife. She has an issue with me, and to this day, it makes it difficult for my daughter to um, have a normal, loving relationship. And I think that's fine because me and my daughter have found a way of 
coping and dealing with it, but not everyone else has that. Not everyone else has got that relationship that I've got with my daughter. And my ex-wife has tried many things to influence uh, my, my relationship with my daughter. Um, but all she does is push my daughter closer because um, my daughter knows that I'll always be there for her. She, my, my daughter knows the only reason I'm where I'm at today and in, in, when I live now is to be close enough to make sure that I'm close to my daughter. Because when she needs me, I'll be there to pick things up. I'll be there to pick up the pieces. And that's, again, I salute someone. I salute someone um, today who um, literally, literally, I can't, literally blew my mind. Like, he's done every, like done everything and more than what, and I love it when people go there. I love it when people go, do you know what? I'm in this situation. What do I need to do to get to where I need to go? And, you know, you can't put money on it because you need to, um, you need to, uh, you need to hope that you get a decent judge. You need to hope your judge can see sense and you need to hope your judge can see what you can see. And generally, if you present yourself in the right way, I think they do. Uh, but that means keeping your mouth shut at times. And that means not talking at times. That means letting them get on with what they need to get on with. And it's difficult because you, you've got a solicitor slagging you off, making, making you, well, make, what makes you think, it makes you think you're looking bad to the judge. But the judge can see. What well, the judge can see. This is a lot about body language. It's a lot. Of, they, they deal with this shit day in and day out. That's why I don't really, t- I don't really like myself too lot, too much. Um, afternoon hearings. I'll tell you why. Because um, you've got a judge there. There's probably been sat through like four, four or five cases, uh, cases hearings in the morning, depending on the telephone or what, or CVP or whatnot. And then you get into the afternoon, and that judge is going to be stressed out. It's going to be pissed off. It's had loads of shit to deal with all day so you get you get to the end and you're like oh, you get to the end you're like i mean my, my my quickest ever um my quickest ever uh hearing was concluded in six minutes six minutes from beginning to end mental mental now tandems by the way are very good am i mckenzie Yes. yes, I am. I am a Mackenzie friend, yes. But I've not had a chance to be on check social media or nothing all day. Um, so I do apologise to anyone who's messaged me. I'm just looking at Facebook there and there's like 20 or 40 notifications. Uh, so there's loads there to catch up on, but I feel in order to celebrate the people that I want to celebrate. Um, I can't celebrate them by name, but they'll know when they see this, whether it be today or whether it be tomorrow, or whether it be next week. Um, they will see it, and I just want to recognise how much they've come out of their comfort zone and how much they went against the grain in terms of doing what they didn't think was possible or they didn't think would get the results that we'd get because it was new and because it's, um, it goes against what other people might think or say in those current, in those given situations. And I think that there, salute you for daring to be different, is what I was saying. And, and I think that's why, if you get in, was it, I keep seeing this, um, what do you call it? Oh, was it when you got a poster with words on it? I don't know, memes, memes, that's it, memes. Right? And it's got Einstein in the back of it. And it's like, you keep doing the same thing, you're going to get the same results. You've got so many people going into family courts, all doing the same thing, and you're all getting the same results. But if you look around and you look at what people are doing, and you see people doing things differently, and they're getting different results, first thing you're going to do generally is you're going to, you're going to slag off the person because you're going to think they're doing something wrong or you're jealous of them or whatever. And I, I get that because I get that all the time. I get that all the time. So it doesn't bother me. However... You get some people who will be like, oh, what are you doing? How's it working? What are you doing there? And, you, and I'm happy to tell anybody. I'm happy to tell anyone and, and share what I do with anyone because it takes a certain amount of courage, um, confidence, belief in yourself, belief in me, belief in what you're doing, knowing the truth. And as long as you've got the truth on your side as well, that's one thing you need to remember. Well, as long as you've got the truth on your side, you can never go wrong. Never, 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 never. And to make sure you can tell the truth, you have to make sure you're owning your shit. You own your shit. So you, when you fuck up, you say you fucked up. 
you say you fucked up, you know what? You become more credible. You become more normal. You're a human being. Your your shit stinks as much as anybody else's. Yeah. Look at the person next to you. If it's a cat, say hello, cat. Look at the person that's side here. If it's a Smurf, say hello, Smurf. But ultimately, you are the one that has to own it. Own your shit. Take responsibility. That doesn't mean throwing yourself under a bus and, and saying, you know, COVID-19 was your fault. Because COVID-19 would be your fault anyway. If you've got an ex-missus, anything like mine, everything's my fault. Not spoken to her for 10 years, but it's still my fault. There you go. So that's, that's, that's that. So, oh yeah, so, so well done to anyone who's daring to be different. And well done to everybody who just does not kick off in court. And well done to anyone who does not, who holds their fucking ground and, and holds their, holds their nerve and challenges the judge in the most respectful, nice, challenging, respectful way that you can get. Well done to anyone that dares to do that because that is not an easy thing to do. Because you're getting challenged and you get made to feel like you should be doing something different or saying something different and you're standing there holding your bone while you've got a barrister or a solicitor on the other side giving it all welly because they think they're better than you. They think they know better than you, but they don't because they've got to deal with somebody who's getting, they, they've got to deal with third-hand information. They've got to get information from somebody to be able to tell their story to the court, to the judge, to be able to convince the judge that that, that person is telling the truth and they're, they're right and proper. But they don't know that person. They're the person's telling porky pies. That person's exaggerating on stuff. But you've got the truth. So you just stick to the truth. And you know that maybe that means saying, do you know what? I snatched the keys out of her hand and I broke a nail. And I've known that to happen before. And the person go to court, criminal court, for breaking someone's nail. And the judge laughed at me off in, in, in criminal court and gave him like a 20 pound fine because that was the minimum you could give. But that shit happens. That shit does happen. What can you do? What can you do indeed? What can you do? Well, what you can do is not argue. Don't play the same rules. Don't play by the same game. Don't, don't even fucking entertain it. If they're going to expect you, because generally what's going to happen, right? They're going to expect you. So, for example, you, you argue with your, with your partner. They're going to send you a text message. They're going to expect, they're going to send you a text message saying something that they know is going to get a response out of you. If you know they're sending something that they're going to get a response out of you and you see the text message come through and you're like, oh, your blood's boiling and you can't control how you're treating them back or saying back, then that's where you're going wrong because you need to be able to, you need to, be able to control what you're doing back. I was not very good at it back in the day. I've got a mouth, I've got a tongue and most people, when my tongue is used properly, um, appreciate that but then some people who when i just ran off my mouth and talk 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 too much don't appreciate that because sometimes back in the day i wouldn't think about what i was saying and i would just spit it out and um yeah sometimes that would offend people but that's never intentional um that's there you go i can't change that now i can't change the past what can you do um but now these days, nothing pisses me off, nothing phases me, nothing people can say, like, it really doesn't bother me because the only person that judges me is me. And no one is my worst, biggest critic is me. And if I make a mistake, I'll own it. And I do own it. And I'll be like, yeah, fucked up. So what, what, what can I do? I'm sorry. If people don't want to accept my apology and the actions that I implement to rectify the problem um, and they want to be angry, then be angry. But life's too short to be angry because trust me, you could fall over, you could slip over some ice with some walking sticks, crutches, and fake two legs. That would be a pain in the ass, wouldn't it? It wouldn't be a pain in the ass, it would be a pain in the leg. Because it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, so we've spoken about solicitors. We've spoken about um, tech coming out of your comfort zone. What else can we speak about? Um, I'm gonna get on with some work. That's right, Jason, you're gonna get on with some work? Well, I could do, couldn't I? I've got loads to do. I've got loads to do. So I could, and I shall, and I should. Um, hello, commented. Hello, hello. Um, so yeah, about that.
if you know that you go in, that's a good point. If you know, you, if you know, that's a good question. If you know that you're going to go into um, a, what do you call it? A, if you know someone, your partner is going to be one of the only people that knows you, or ex-partner would be the only, one of the only people that knows you as well as they do know you. They know that they're going to um, pull your buttons, press your buttons, um, piss you off, wind you up. Then why would you let that happen? Why would if you know that's going to happen? Why would you let that happen? Why would you let that happen? Why? Because you know it's going to happen because you can't control your mind. You're letting your mind control you. And that's not how it works. It's not how it works at all. You need to make sure that you control your mind. And to do that, you need to make sure that you're... I hate it when um, barristers like my page because I just know that they don't like me. And it's like... Fuckers. Um, don't matter. Stay. They can stay. They can stay. Um, ultimately, though, ultimately, at the end of the day, it gets dark. And you've got to do what you need to do to get to where you need to go. I believe that if you do things with respect and take away the emotion from what you're doing and the situation that you find yourself in and do not react straight away, this is something I've learned not to do. Don't react straight away. Do not react straight away. It's the most important thing because um, what you'll find is the um, reaction that you give will be the reaction that they um, will pounce on and could be the reaction that would throw you over the bus or throw you over the boat, so to speak. Um, and that's a pure fact. And another thing here, solicitors, right? When I can't keep saying this. I can't keep saying the same shit, right? When you've got, when you're litigant in person, and if you're litigant in person, that means self-representing, Mackenzie Fend or not, whatever the case might be, um, you cannot, if a solicitor's calling you, because they will always call you an hour before, you get criticised for this in court as well, yeah, fuck it. it you, 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 you're going to get criticised for anything, everything. So it makes no difference whether you're going to be doing, getting criticised for fucking tying your shoelace up the wrong way or getting criticised for something worth getting criticised for. I say get criticised for something worth getting criticised for, because it's the Wild West, it's solicitors. And they will, they will bully you and they will try and make you feel like you have to do stuff that you don't want to do. And they will fucking support the emotional and psychological abuse that is put on you by the system itself. The system allows that to happen. When does, when does I said this to someone earlier, when does the um, allegations that you are the abuser, when does that stop? Even though you go find the facts and there's no, nothing upheld. And so when does that stop? And when does, when does what they're doing to you become abuse when does when when the, when the man is getting the abuse what when, when does that turn into abuse because we take on so much shit we take on so much shit it's unbelievable i can tell you multiple stories whereby um communication has taken place between um parties and um people people have responded respectfully respectfully for a certain amount of time so so much time so much time and then they then they get the curveball, they get something really, really shitty back at them. And then it's like, okay, fine. Then you've overset, they've overset the line. So you have to put them back in place and say, look, that's not acceptable. You feel this way, do this. And you're a bit or direct and maybe say things that no one else would dare say, but maybe want to say in a polite, respectful way. And guess what? You'll be the person that's getting in trouble for it. You'll be the person that gets to apologize for it. They will disregard anything that they've written about you and even... To the point where, even to the point where it, it, it's like it doesn't matter what they write about you, they could call you the biggest see you next Tuesday in the world. And the, the professionals, but like, now, nah, yeah, but you did this 10 years ago and you said to her, bum look big, or whatever the case might be, it'll be something ridiculous. And then they'll support the other side. <laughs> so, I've been four years with this, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, see, see, yeah, you could, yeah, I can imagine if you're in it, then you're in it. If you're in it, then you're in it, ultimately. That's what it is. If you're in it, then it's difficult because it's fucking... Oh, I've, had, I've had seven different cases with my ex-wife. This is for people down on, Twitter, on, on TikTok. Seven different cases, right? So some of them were, were non-moles that were just thrown out on the on, on the on the hearing. Um, the, the frustrating ones, and the worst, first one's always the worst one. The first one was... I behaved badly and I was out of, I was disrespectful. I was led by fathers of justice. I was 
angry and I was and I believe that fathers of justice are good to a certain degree but I believe that they've out of tune with like everyone else who's dealing with family law I think out of tune with what should be happening and I think there's a different way of looking at things and I think if you look at things well in a different way and act in a different way and, and don't let things get to you as difficult as it is because it's fucking difficult because it is difficult everything we can all say this shit we can all, I can sit here and say oh yeah don't react this don't do that don't do this ultimately though ultimately I've been there so I've been there multiple times and it's only after case number four case number four uh, out of the seven that because of my poor behavior at the beginning and disrespectfulness for the court and disrespectfulness for the judge and all that sort of stuff um my what could have been a, a much shorter case turned into being much longer based on the fact that my own behavior but then you're going to see everybody on social media who will point the blame at the court but ultimately it's not the court who's doing that to you it's you doing it to yourself because you're letting your emotion rule the occasion and I can speak like that because I was guilty of it and I, I was guilty of it until I learned coping mechanisms to better deal with the shit that I was dealing with and that again maybe down to um my parents not being there to teach me how to cope with shit or stressful stuff or whatever the case might be who, who knows who cares I can't blame anybody else for it apart from myself that's it ultimately so I took it took me multiple years to, to turn that around multiple times my ex going back to court and withholding contact and going through the same motions going through the same cycle and what I got when I got to point four the case number four I just started relaxing a little bit more because I've realized that no matter what happened at the end of each single allegation at the end of every single thing that she'd put on me I still got more than what I had before and the judge kept giving me more and then it got to the point where you end up with like I've got it makes no odds because doesn't it be a bite is it's not um the piece of the court order is not worth the paper it's written on ultimately um she's causing emotional harm PA um so son yeah yeah same as my daughter same as my daughter same as my daughter my daughter's 14 now my daughter's 14. she said that um she wanted to uh live with me over summer holidays we've got a shared care week on week off agreement no problem there but my it's not not if my ex-wife she hasn't followed the court order since the one was existed since one was put in place in 2013. um professionals don't get involved with it don't don't they say it's a civil matter I go back to court I've now promised my daughter that we'll be no longer making any more applications she's 14 she's old enough to make her own mind up but she has been manipulated over the years uh, by um her mum who um frustratingly for, for Lila who doesn't realize it right now but she um she's she'll never be able to please she'll never be able to please her mum it's a bit like that there's nothing she'll ever be able to do will ever be good enough yeah it, she will get the fake stuff and and she's that's what she tells me and she, she tells me that you know she can never she'll only ever um do she does stuff she gets she does stuff and she does eggs of cleaning and whatnot she doesn't do much cleaning at all not for her mum anyway um because she's because she's allowed to get away with stuff but ultimately that's their damn that's that that's their relationship and in the eyes of the professionals and the eyes of the law my daughter is, is fine because um emotional and psychological abuse is difficult to prove parental alienation they tried accusing me of it during the summer and I was like well because my daughter and her arguing all the time um you look at the phone when I'm sending send, telling my daughter to go back to her mum I could have like I could have my daughter live with me now if I wanted to but it would push my daughter away from me because she loves her mum and rightly so um but she's never going to be able to um she's never going to be able to do anything about it so let's put it like this let me tell you this during the summer I was having a meeting with um uh my daughter's social worker and my daughter's got a bit of a tongue on her like she's learned it from me and she's learned it from her mum you have to both take responsibility for what we've got and um and ultimately <laughs> my daughter turned around and said to her mum she loves me more than she loves her mum don't get me wrong it's nice to hear but that's not true she doesn't love me more than she loves her mum she was angry um and she reacted to her mum and something that her mum had said and done and the social worker says to me you but she she but she but it's not very nice that Lila said that I said you should be grateful you should be grateful that my, my daughter's got the confidence to say that to her mum 
because she says, says stuff to me and it's about communication. If your mum, if, if her mum can't take on that feedback without abusing her physically, psychologically, emotionally, then my, then she doesn't have to be the mum. And there's nothing in the social worker, but she says, sometimes, but you don't know how it feels. You got angry at me. She got angry, but you don't know how it feels to be a woman. And I don't know how it feels to be a woman to feel that way. But I know how it, is to, how it would feel to be a dad and how it feels to be a dad to not see your daughter that much. And, and then I said, so what, you know, they're giving them, they're, what they're doing is now, they're giving the support to my ex to make sure she can parent and control her emotions. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know. I don't know. And it's wrong for me to probably comment or make a um, assumption about it. But all I know is that my daughter's happier um, and she's respecting her mum and her mum seems to be respecting her. So whatever work they were doing with the professionals has been working. Me on the sidelines, what about me? Because I'm just the man. I'm indispensable. Um, but I'm invincible. That's the thing. Yeah, I'm invincible. And that, that's not a joke. So I'm seriously invincible. Don't tell no one. Um, yeah, so that's that's one thing to be known. You need to know that social workers are um, will do anything to support the mum. Yeah, I. if you go to them with a problem, they will go to the mum and fix the problem with the mum and then brush it under the carpet. Yes, and in my case as well, like yours there, um, Mark, they're saying, um, for example, they know now, when I moved back to the they tried the best to me on all sorts of stuff for harassment for my ex. I haven't spoken to her, I haven't spoken to her for 10 years unless it's been in a courtroom, and even then it's not speaking to her, it's for a judge. Um, uh, stuff has been said and done, they've, they've um, gone and got paperwork, they've seen, they've seen what um, the judge's findings have been on each of my uh, cases over the years. And I said, please read them, please do, crack on. And they've left me alone since, they've left me alone because they can see what the issue is. It's not, the issue doesn't lie with me, the issue lies with, with unfortunately, the, her mum. And they can see the alienation is going on, but they can't do anything about it because if you take my daughter away from the mum, then my daughter loves her mum, and rightly so. So you're going to take my daughter away from her, that's going to hurt my daughter, that's going to impact my daughter in a negative way. Because what, as far as my daughter's concerned, there's no abuse, that's not abuse. The way that she's been told to deal with things, that's not, you know, she's she's having to get through it. And that's, that's exactly what you say. It's disgusting how we get, yeah, it is, it, it is disgusting, it is, because we are, unfortunately, we're indispensable, we are. And you don't have to accept it, but you don't have to roll over and just be like that. Because, and that's part of the reason why I do what I do, because I want to make sure that I help people not react in the way that we are instinctively set up and designed to react when we are going through the lies, the turmoil, the shit, the alienation. That is all very difficult to prove. I can't see how it can be allowed to come on. Never can I. But there's changes I've, I've seen in the news. Is you know it's getting more recognised. And even even like I can't say but totally careful. But I know I know I believe and I totally believe that judges can see shit right. And if you get really good self representation because you need to represent yourself and you need to be and you need to be able to talk and build a relationship with the judge. Whether you get multiple judges or whether you get the same judge, ideally you'd have the same judge. That's happening on a few more cases now compared to what it's been since COVID. But it's still difficult to get the same one judge at for the whole duration of the case. Um, I'm sure it will get better. But ultimately, you need to build, as a litigant in person, you need to build a relationship with the judge. And if it's multiple judges, they leave notes on their computer. Yeah, back in the day, it used to be feathers, the quills or whatever you call it. But I know for sure, 100% fact, that they can see everything about us on their computers. Anything to do with social services, they can see. Anything to do with police, I'm sure they can see. Because a personal experience happened when my ex, me and my ex-wife were last in court in 2020. Um, my ex-wife was kicking off about something. She wanted me banned from um, Kidbrook. She wanted me banned from going through the town. Um, so I'm going straight back to her. And then as I asked it to go, my judge has asked for it to go straight back to her when it goes back to court. Good. The judges are picking up on it because it's more and more, look, it's getting more and more spoke about. We are getting, but it, there's no repercussions. That's the problem. There's no repercussions. There's no repercussions. They can get proven to have no allegations upheld against them in, after like a two year uh, non molestation application. And then you can go to your finding the facts here and whatnot after all this crap. And then no allegations get upheld against the other party. And then get up, they don't get up against yourself. 
not that they, they don't get hold against yourself. But then because they've been proven not to be lying about you, there's still no repercussion for it. There's still nothing that goes wrong off the back of it. There's no slap on the wrist again. Why can't they do that? Why can they not do that? Because you're not going to send a mum to prison. That's going to be detrimental to the child. But would you send a dad to prison? Probably would. I mean, there's more. There's a few more women going to prison for parental alienation and stuff. And it is getting much more recognised. Even as far as I know for a fact that judges will not tolerate solicitors. And I know for a fact that judges hate it when solicitors cause conflict within the parties that are there when there is no conflict. Because you then have to have the courage to tell the judge that that's what's happening and why you believe that's happening and prove it with communication. Only communicate with the solicitors via email. Um, do not speak to the solicitors before um, going into court. They will criticise you when you get into court because that's why you get that hour before court, get to court before an hour, hour beforehand to make sure that you can have your pre-court discussion when they call you at 15 minutes before the court. And it's like, well, okay, well, why am I sat for an hour then? So you could, I could have done this at home. I'm joking. Um, but ultimately, you, you, that's what you need to do. You don't, don't, I wouldn't even answer the phone to them. That way they can't slag you off in, in, in the court because that's what I tried. We tried speaking, but he wouldn't speak to me. That's what they do. And then they'll try it because don't forget, they've got a job to do. They've got to make you look bad. They've got to make you feel bad. Make you look like a, a waste of space. But that's why you can't act like a waste of space. I called you Harry Potter, but I had it all wrong. I have been listening. I've had it good. Um, what do you mean Harry Potter? I don't understand. I called you Harry Potter, but I had it all wrong. I've been listening. I've had it good. I'm glad you've had it good, man. Good. Um, my judges asked to go back to court. I love that one. That's good. So um, ultimately, look, peace and love, man. There's nothing anyone can say to stress me out when you've got an ex-wife, when you've got, when you've got, um, when you've been through a lot of shit and and you've been hurt and you're broken. You can't. There's nothing anyone could do that my ex-wife didn't do or hasn't done. Or when when she when she stopped contact with my daughter. Uh, um, through an allegation that I'd beaten her or dragged her down some stairs. I had to go through criminal stuff. Then I went through, um, um, I got found not guilty after trial. And then, um, <laughs> dragged her down some stairs. And then ultimately, um, I went I, back to normal. I went back home, saw my daughter for a week or, and then, and then next time I know, I've gone and get my daughter from school and I've got a normalization occupation order I hit with. And then off the back of that, I had to move out of the house, my house, um, pay the rent, rent, rent mortgage for a few months, six months, while being homeless myself, while holding down work myself. Um, and then went through the whole of the family court shit in the same way as I'd go through it all with um, criminal. And it's like, hang on a minute, I've been tried for this already. Why am I getting tried again? I've just been found not guilty in criminal court after trial. Well, because it's family, then it's different. Okay, so I have to go through the whole shit again. So I was angry, and I and I and because I knew there's fuck all you can do off the back of that. You're going to stop me. I didn't know that there was going to be such a challenge in family courts for men at, at the time. But then, but then, is it really? Because if I wasn't behaving so bad, because I had no one, I had nothing. I bumped into Fathers of Justice, and then Matt O'Connor, and as much as he's got his strengths, he's got his areas of opportunity like everybody his shit stinks like everyone else too and ultimately he kept me angry i even i remained angry and while i remained angry i was having no contact i was not going to get any contact anyway it's a normal but ultimately i was going into court every time saying can i get my can i get my can i see my daughter can i see my daughter can i see my daughter no you can't see your daughter no you can't see your daughter they were telling me to get the c100 put through all the way through that got to the end of my normal station I was like, can I see my daughter now? They said, you haven't submitted the C100. What the fuck? Oh, they're never telling me all the way through. But I was angry. I wasn't listening. And I and most some of my court hearings, actually, some of my court hearings, um, we just we just got rid of because ultimately I wasted like an hour. Literally, I had I wasted an hour just like talking crap to judges and throwing things around like condoms with powder in them and shit. So purple powder. That's when, and that's all the little stunts for Matt, and that was all this little stunts for Fathers for Justice. And what did it get me? What did it get me? Didn't get me any fucking help. Didn't get me any fuck. Didn't get me my daughter. It got me threatened to not ever see my daughter again, and because I was behaving irrationally and I was behaving like a child and blah blah blah. I don't think I was. I was behaving. 
probably childish, yeah, but it was protest. It was protesting. It's not supposed to be fun for you, judge. Um, but while I was doing that, while I was doing that, I ended up um, delaying my whole process because I was acting like a dick because I wasn't controlling my emotions. So control your emotions, take responsibility. Um, even and that's another thing I believe. I believe that judges, family court, um, will and do get it right most times. I think they do get it right most times when it comes to certain aspects of things. You will know you're not going to get contact if there's serious, serious allegations. And if there's questions of doubt that, about your integrity, then that's going to impact what order you get given. Regardless of whether you agree or disagree, if you get given an order that you don't agree with, and then you're kicking off about that, and it's not the end of the case, and it's not the end of the, yeah, it's not the end of the case. And then you, so for example, I've had it where we've got had a uh, contact sorted. Go to court at the end of the beginning, end of the first hearing. Cool. Go to the next hearing, um, and then contact's taken away from the dad. Why is it taken away from the dad? That sounds so wrong. Why is dad going without contact? He has done nothing wrong. He's just a dad. He wants to be a dad. He hasn't caused any trouble. It's her causing trouble with him. He has witnesses to prove that. But then his dad's getting taken out of it. He's getting taken out of the equation. Why? Because he's a non-residing parent. Yeah, because if he was the residing parent, he would have to stay home with the child. And that doesn't work that way. Though. Life doesn't work that way. Society doesn't work that way. And if it did, we wouldn't be moaning about shit, would we? But then if we weren't moaning about shit, we wouldn't be making money. Because I'll tell you, I learned recently, the amount of money that goes into family courts, maybe not be from the people um, like like the average Joe, like me or you, or like some of you might be watching, or uh, uh, how can you put it? The world, the world is tough right now. There's not much money around anywhere. And for people to sacrifice their time and, and money for anything, and I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know. I just think the world is a nasty place and to have an ex-partner making it even nastier, not just impacting, not just impacting you, because if you get your head around it all, ultimately you they can't they can't hurt you. They can't. You you let them because you're weak and you believe that they have got a hold over you. And that's what they've made you believe. You're not weak, really. Ultimately you're strong. You've got to a point where you are now and you think it's okay for them to be treating you the way they treat you crack on but or you can defend it and say and have an argument or you can just say to you know what live in your world you live in your world you think that's okay for you over there in that world over there you carry on and you stay like that i'm living in my world i'm going to live in my bubble and i'm going to make sure that i bring no harm to anybody else i'm going to make sure that i respect people and you want to disrespect me fine disrespect me but i'm not playing your game and that's what you need to do don't play you don't play the game for, for years now, I've not responded to anything that um, my ex-partner has done or said to me. She will continue to make me be the bad person and everything, which is fine if that's how they feel. Again, I couldn't give a flying monkey um, because I know the truth in me. I know who I am and, I, and I've got integrity. Um, and I think what we... Yeah, good man, good, good man. That's what you got to do. you got to walk away. You got Sometimes you just got to accept that you can't argue with people you can't you're never going to win i never 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 going to win an argument with my ex-wife and yes that's where it comes from <laughs> i thought during the summer I was arguing with her mum and her mum's mum and her mum's mum was saying that Lila wasn't allowed to tell my mum her mum off what are you of course she's allowed to tell her mum when she's wrong what makes her why is she not allowed to tell her mum when she's wrong her mum's made a mistake she's wrong and she owes her daughter an apology why didn't she want to tell her about to say sorry because we've never heard her say sorry before we've never heard her, my ex say sorry not once not once uh, now my daughter's had, had her say it once she's had her say it once why she had her say it once because the social worker brought it up to her the social worker said i doesn't like hey you say did it can you just say this so it so she can hear it so that's what they do has she heard it since no and then you got the mum who's defending it all you got the mum that defends it it's like what the falafels 
uh, you got dads, and this is what does my head in. This is what does really does my head in. When you got dads, and I get it, I get it. But I told like I told, I'll never do the same thing for my daughter, and my daughter will never do the same thing as what her mum's doing because we already had those conversations. Um, but ultimately, where was it going? There was. Where was it? Where was it? I thought I blank that blank spot. Damn it! Her parents being told that. I've lost it. I'm sure it'll come back to me. It wasn't that important. It wasn't that important. Uh, but anyway, I meant to be having him a weekend over Christmas, but they, that's yeah, that's what they do. That's what that's what they do. To, uh, that's what they do. They did that to a few of my clients this week. I've had it done, whereby they've just they've agreed something. There's court orders in place. They've agreed something. They put it in writing as you're supposed to, um, evidence that, and then the, the, their solicitors are like, oh no, that's not what it means. That's not what it says. Oh no, not actually that. Their solicitors, let's just reaffirm this in case any solicitors have come on since the last time I said it. They're scumbags. They're absolute scum. How they can sleep at night, I have no idea. Most of them are single, and if they're women, single women who are just fucking wanting, wanting dick but not wanting to fucking have a baby because they like they hate men that much that they they want to ruin their lives. And this is the same, this is the same, this is the very same um family law firms that actually um Oh, that's it. I want to come back to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll come back to that. Thank you. I'll come back to that. These are the same, very same family law firms that that um, stop us from seeing our children. They've got on their websites how to cope with Christmas without your children. So uh, her dad, um, you were saying. So basically, yeah. So um, uh, dad. So yeah. So I will never. I, I will never do, do what I am. What she's been through. But if, if you've got, if you've got. Um, if you've got if you've got your ex partner who's treating, who's got a new man, and the man is letting her stop you from seeing your children and allowing that, that's no dad, that's no man, that's no dad. For example, my ex's dad has passed away. My ex was very close to her dad. Is it because now that she's not that he's not here that she's not allowing her daughter to have a relationship with her dad? No, because when he was alive. She still didn't let him have a relationship or tried not to let him have a relationship with dad, me. So it's not that. So, but she knows the value. She knows the value of her dad, my ex-wife. She knows the value of her dad. Why does she not allow her daughter the same right to her dad? Because she has her own personal agenda. And fit. But it's but how would she feel if how would she feel if someone did that to her dad? And didn't let my ex have a relationship with her dad and allow her to have that strong bond that she had before he passed. Why would why why why? How would she feel? But why can she not? Why can she not see that? Why can she not understand that? Why can she not understand that? Why can she not my ex-wife not see? Oh, I've got a relationship, I had a really good relationship with my dad. My daughter needs the same relationship with her dad. Why can't you? You can't get your head around it. I can't get my head around it. But then there's no point in me arguing about it because, as much as I tried arguing with that or pointing that out to her, it doesn't go anywhere. So you've got you then lost the list of left for yourself being like, oh, angry or frustrated and pissed off. And I can't let myself be. I'm not, I don't get angry or pissed off or frustrated or anything anymore. I do actually. That's a lie. When the when the cat does a shit, then it doesn't go in the tray. That's when I get pissed off a little bit. And it's got like a had one of these collars on it right had one of these collars on it and pulled some fur off and now it just licks where the fur's gone and now it's got a whole bold spot right down here but, but yeah that's that's um side story uh, but, that is it's true true story that's true story uh what i've got is this harness thing on it right put, put this harness on it and so it stops it from licking itself and it just goes miserable just like literally miserable sides on the side and it's like i'm just gonna lie here and that's what it does that's what it does that's what it does. And I was going to say something really bad there, a really bad joke there, but I didn't. Do you see what I did there? I thought about what I was going to say before I said it. I was going to lie on the side there, have an imagine. And then think about the joke I was going to say. But I can't. I'm not going to go there because I'm being sensible. Anyway, so, um, look, week in the life of, of um, Mackenzie Fenn, me and my Mackenzie Fenn. That's me. Um, I've had about... 10 hours sleep and I still look good like that. It looks terrible. Look, if you can, if you can, shocking, but I've got some typing to do now. I'm going to do some typing now because doing this for me 
is just like a release. It's like I'm, I'm celebrating um, the fact that we've had some really good results or my clients have had some really good results um, based on taking themselves out of their comfort zones and working on what they believe is achievable uh, and 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 holding their own and doing that stuff. Um, I think, uh, Mark, thanks for your interactions. Thanks to everyone over there on TikTok for interacting and talking. I'm not really doing too much on TikTok um, in terms of lives and stuff, but I thought I'd do that there while I'm doing this on Facebook and YouTube and everywhere else. Um, so yeah, cool. So thanks for listening. If, like, don't get stressed. Try to hold it all to, all into proper. Um, you know that they're going to be. Um, if someone's winding you up, if someone's pressing your buttons, right, and it's like an ex-partner, and you know they're pressing your buttons, and you know that they're doing it for a reason. Don't give them the reason. Don't play by their rules. Play by your own rules and make your rules. Be, have that that moral high ground and, and make sure that you're not lowering yourself down to those standards. And just bear this in mind, your, your children, your children, your children. My daughter is, is my daughter just wants to see her parents get on. My daughter just wants to see her mum and her mum respect her dad, her dad respect her mum. I would still, and this is how bad it is, it's not bad, this is a good, this is, my, this is for my daughter. Um, I, I, I will I will protect my ex-wife still. If I if if something bad was to happen to, to us, go get or whatever I saw my ex-wife being baked and pillaged, I would have to pause for a moment to really assess what was going on. But then once I've um, assessed that, for the sake of my daughter, I'd look at my daughter and she'd be panicked because my daughter loves her mum. I'd have to go and protect my ex-wife. And I would for my daughter. She wouldn't do the same for me. But then it's about teaching my daughter about um, what people should be doing in, in relationships, whether they're in um, a, a, a sexual relationship or they just have a friendship or they're your ex-partners. And I want my daughter to make sure that she doesn't, she's going to have ex-boyfriends. And I want to make sure that if she ever has children, that she doesn't do what her mum's done. And I don't think she will, because I've already said that I won't support that with Lila. Um, but I've, always, I've also dealt with this sort of saying, that's what you're saying, with dads. I'm dealing with dads, dealing with dads who, like me or you, little girls, are, are getting involved and stopping their, and supporting their children, supporting their children, the kids, the daughters, not have a relationship with their um, alien. They're, they're supporting basically alienation. They're supporting alienation. And I get it because they're protecting their children and they're protecting their daughters as we would. But that's what got me thinking with my daughter. There's no way in the world I would I would condone or allow my daughter to um, alienate her ex-boyfriend unless it was uh, pedophilia or, or they were seriously at serious um, risk. Then I wouldn't. I'd be like, look, you don't get on with each other. You're separated, but your daughter or your son needs to have the right to make their own decision about them. Simple as that. You don't have to like him, but you have to respect him for your children. And that leads me to the point I was just saying a minute ago conflict man just stop just don't just don't entertain it do not entertain it they want conflict they'll give you conflict solicitors will give you conflict because they want um the more conflict you have less chance you're going to have of having a decent shared care order and when i say shared care equal time um because that's what obviously everyone wants but it's not always easy to get that especially if the location doesn't allow it work doesn't allow it blah 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 but you want to get as much as you can so you need to minimize the conflict yeah and just don't be the person they say you are control your mind don't let your mind control you and if you want a book that helped me uh, as um the chimp paradox the chimp paradox um changed how i perceive things and i've got bertie in my mind that um whenever it's a little little chimp you know the, the ones with tambourines you know you wind them up sometimes when it's all going off and it's uh, my my mind is like oh, i want to say this i want to say that blah, blah. but i don't i just walk away now and sometimes the, 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 when you say less it's more powerful it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It says nothing, but it's really, really powerful. Um, by saying nothing, I'm definitely going to go now because that's it. It's definitely done my 60 minutes, and uh, I just want to thank everyone for watching again. And I'm definitely going to go. So peace and love, peace and love. Lila's glove, and this is Lila's glove because she's where she's with me everywhere. Then not, isn't she? But then that's that. So I will go and peace and love, and leave you all there. And peace and love and leave you all here. Thanks for watching over here. Yeah. I'll turn this off now. And